Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk with Jackson. And today, I have three very special leading ladies from Hulu's brand new reality dating show, Back in the Groove. I have Steph, Sparkle, and Brooke. They're all three such amazing ladies, and I love talking with each of them. Now, if you're not familiar with Back in the Groove and you have not watched the first season, which is currently streaming on Hulu, definitely go check that out before listening to this interview with the ladies because it will contain spoilers. So just FYI. <laughs> so um, to kind of introduce Back to Back in the Groove and kind of explain what the show is about, if you're not familiar. So Back in the Groove, like I said, is a new reality dating show on Hulu, which I know there's a lot of dating shows out there now, but this one is very unique and I honestly loved it. So the show follows three single women in their 40s, all stuck in the grind of their everyday lives as they check out of their comfort zones and check into the Groove Hotel, which is a magical resort on the beautiful island of the Dominican Republic where the goal is to rediscover their youth, live joyously, and hopefully find love with men half their age. Yes, I said it, half their age, honey. <laughs> As the saying goes, you can't fall in love with someone else until you fall in love with yourself. At the Groove Hotel, these three women will have the opportunity to do both. Whether they find the perfect fling, friendship, true love, or something in between, this is their chance to take charge and break through the double standards older women face every day. And they are going to have a lot of fun doing it. And a special bonus of uh, the show is actually hosted by Tay Diggs, who knows a thing or two about getting into the groove <laughs> because Tay Diggs was in Stella's got her groove back, right? <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's kind of a little synopsis of the series. Um, the show is actually a lot of fun. Um, it has the the creator of the show also um, created and produced F-Boy Island, which is another dating show that I absolutely love. He also has experience with The Bachelor. So um, it kind of has a mix of multiple different things. However, what I will say about Back in the Groove compared to other dating shows is this dating show really, truly is very inspiring for women um, of all ages. But, um, you know, these three women, as they will talk about in the interview, um, it really is about women empowerment and, um, you know, showing that age is just a number and um, live your life and have fun. And um, all three of these women, ha women have amazing stories and reasons for why they decided to do the show which I will let them kind of uh, tell you that. I don't want to spoil that, but um, they all have, they're very inspirational. Um, and I think compared to a lot of other dating shows out there nowadays, a lot of dating shows now focus a lot on conflict and drama and pitting each other, pitting uh, people against one another to kind of, you know, have drama and, um, ha you know, may the, may the best man or best woman win. And that's not what this is about. It's not a competition for money or anything like that. Um, it really is about kind of allowing these women to find themselves and have fun along the way. So um, it really is a good show to watch with family. Um, you know, it, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a fun show and I really enjoyed it. And I hope you guys do too. 
or if you have, if you already watched it, like I said, all eight episodes are currently streaming on Hulu. So definitely go check it out. It's a great, easy binge watch, especially during this holiday season. But um, to kind of get into who I'll be chatting with today, a little bit more about each of the ladies. So Sparkle, she is from Atlanta. She was a former salon owner, a beauty guru, um, and now she's kind of looking into the next stage of her life. Um, Steph, she is from Miami, and she has a son who um, I don't want to give anything away, but you will uh, learn more about him on the show um, in a very unique way. And then Brooke, she is from Los Angeles. And, um, you know, all three of these women, um, like I said, have amazing inspirational stories that you'll get to hear about. And they all have their own reasons for coming to the Groove Hotel. But let me tell you, at the end of the day, they all got their groove back. (laughs) But anyway, without further ado, here is my interview with Steph, Sparkle, and Brooke from Hulu's Back in the Groove. I hope you guys enjoy. Gosh, but I'm so excited to talk with you ladies. Sparkle, I was just telling the other ladies that, yes, I did watch the series. I love it. Um, such a positive, it's a, actually a very positive show, which I really like. Um, really fun as well and funny. So it was great. So congratulations to all three of you. Um, it's great. Thank so. you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, I kind of want to start, I always like to start at the very beginning and kind of get your um, kind of backstories on why you guys decided to do the show in the first place. So Steph, if you want to start and kind of start with your story. Yeah. So, um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I ended up having to have a double mastectomy. So, um, I had gotten the call from the recruiter, um, about the show. And at first I was really, I was hesitant because, you know, I was dealing with so much psychologically, mentally, emotionally, like I was, I was all over the place. And I don't think <laughs> Time I realized just how much I was um, dealing with everything and, and not realizing that there was so much that I hadn't processed yet. So I felt like I needed to just do something for myself instead of doing, you know, Steph, the mom, which is always focused on Steven and, you know, being a mom and stuff like I was just like, all right, you know, my son is grown now. I can do something for myself. Let me just just take this plunge and do something that I've never done before. And that ended up being the best decision because it was like, you know, when I got there, these girls and and it's one of the things that I keep hearing from everyone is I love your relationship with them. I love, you know, the camaraderie that you guys share, the you know, the friendship. And I and I say all the time, I say I couldn't have gotten through that entire experience without them. Because, you know, although on screen, it, I looked so much stronger than what I was at the time, because I was just such an, you know, in a weird space where I was constantly, you know, um, second guessing myself and questioning certain things. And these two were like, they were like my backbone. So it was like, when I wasn't strong, they were strong for me and lifted me up. When I felt like I couldn't stand, they were my legs, you know? So it was like, because of that, I feel that they helped me through so much 
that I didn't realize that I was going through. So it ended up being the best decision of my life, you know, and then looking back at it now and seeing how they pieced everything together and how everything came out. I'm just so thankful that, um, you know, I've, I've never done reality TV, nor did I ever want to, because normally when you look at reality TV, it's so toxic and, and negative and there's, and they're always pinning each other against, you know, everyone against each other. I'm just so grateful that I was a part of this production where not only was I a part of, you know, a team of two other gorgeous, intelligent, strong, resilient, boss-ass <laughs> bitches, you know what I mean? Like these queens, these these women were so, you know what I mean? Like it, they're so confident and stuff, but like it was positive and it was so, you know, encouraging. And, and I mean, it's just, it's inspirational to women everywhere. And I think that the three of us were really thankful for that, you know? So that was how I got there. Yes. Great time. Um, how long ago was this show? Did you guys shoot this show? Was it pretty recent? We shot, we went to Dominican Republic mid-April and we shot through mid-May. Okay. So yeah, that's pretty Four recent. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Not too long of a turnaround time, but um, Brooke, what about you? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. Uh, 2020 was a really tough year for me as well as it was for so many people. Um, I was in a relationship and became pregnant and it was the the best news I could have ever, you know, had. I was 40 years old at the time and, you know, to be a, a to be a mom and to have a, a family, you know, is a dream of mine and it's, you know, still is. And when that happened, you know, I was just ecstatic and, um, but unfortunately at five months pregnant, there was severe complications and I lost the pregnancy. So I, you know, kind of had spent a year grieving. Um, I, the, the relationship ended and it was very toxic. So I had to go through the grieving of, of this pregnancy and this child I was carrying to grieving the loss of the, the relationship and being in the, in a very, very, very dark place in my life. I felt like I was rock bottom. Um, I felt really hopeless, like that my dreams, my heart's desires were never going to happen. I could, you know, dating is awful in LA. And I was just like, what is it? Like, what's like, you know, what's happening right now? So I took a lot of time to heal, took off, you know, time from dating. Um, and uh, in January of this year, a friend of mine sent me this Instagram post from the casting agency saying, they're casting, you know, women in their 40s to be sent off to a tropical island to be met by, you know, younger men and have like the time of their life. And I am, I have experience, you know, I have experience in dating younger guys. It just kind of happens that way. So the whole younger guy thing wasn't too scary for me, or I was kind of like, welcome, you know, I welcomed it. And I was like, oh, that's fun. That's right up my alley. Um, but so I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, she's like, you should do the show. It's like exactly for you. And I was just like, okay, whatever. But then a month later, they reached out to me on Instagram and they, they like, we want you to, you know, um, uh, you know, be casted for the show. We really love you. Um, and I'm like, okay, well let's do it. Let's, you know, let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. So just going through the, um, process, you know, I kept going through, from one step to the next, to the next. And then all of a sudden I'm meeting the network and the executives. And I basically told them my story and, um, 
you know, that was it really for me. And from the, from the get-go, I had such a great feeling about it though. Um, I knew they, they were very much, uh, wanting to make sure that we knew it wasn't going to be like a trashy dating show that it was Mm -hmm. about our stories. It was about beautiful women in their forties that are still vibrant and youthful and still want to live their best lives. And so because of that, I was, and because, you know, I trusted, you know, our creators and the executives of the show, because that's the reason why I agreed to it. I wasn't going to go on a love Island or even a bachelor bachelorette type thing where it was like, I'm competing uh, with these other beautiful women. Cause that is not what I'm about. And mm-hmm. I was so pleasantly surprised when I met these beautiful women that we, our sisterhood just formed instantly. We all had similar, you know, grief and struggle and heartbreak and um, similar stories, you know, all all a little different, but we just bonded and we just helped each other through, like Steph said, like we were each other's backbones through this whole thing because it was very emotional. Um, It was exhausting. You know, we were, you know, hair and makeup and, you know, Mm -hmm. at the mixers having to like, you know, really, do it. And it was, it was a lot. And it, we, as, as Steph said, like, I never wanted to really do reality TV. I've never done reality TV. I'm not an actress. So having cameras, like all are surrounding us, having our own producers, it was like, it was, whoa, it was a whirlwind and a shock to the system (laughs) for sure. So, but it was great because we had such support from our producers um, I had such support with these women and we were in it together, <laughs> excuse me. And we held our hands through it all. And I'm so happy I did it. It was um, an experience of a lifetime and I am so grateful and I'm so happy with the show so far. You know, I'm so happy with everything about it. Yes. Now the creator of this show, he also did F boy Island, right. And the bachelor. I think that, yeah. So, yes. Okay. So yeah, the, um, I love F boy Island, by the way. I don't know if you guys w- have watched that show, but I did. Um, yeah. Yes. 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 And it, I think your show kind of had that fun element as well, where you kind of, um, got to like, there was a lot of comedic fun moments as well, especially with the guys. And I, I liked mm-hmm. that about your show. That was the funny part. Um, okay, Sparkle, what is your story? Why did you decide to join the show? <laughs> well, uh, the same as the girls. Um, I was on Instagram today and a recruit um an agent reached out. And this agent, um, I spoke with her before. She tried to cast me for two other shows. And I just wasn't feeling it in the past. Um I work on a I worked on a few TV and so I just some of those would try to get me to come on and you know have speak my day but it'd be mostly like um you know a gossip situation they want me to come and fill in on some of the and it just kind of wasn't my vibe and so I always no I don't want to do that you know exclude me from the conversation I don't want to be Mike no you know so Ashley reached out she said, Sparkle, I didn't want to do the last show, which was back in 2020. And it was a show that's on another network now. And um, 
I just felt like that show wasn't for when she reached out this time. She said, Sparkle, this is a perfect show. She said, you won't be, you won't have to gossip. You won't have any catty fights. You won't have to, you know, be in any negative light that, you know, doesn't align with you. And she's all about female empowerment. She said, you get it younger guys. She said, you know, they're going to be on a beautiful island. She's like, what is not? And I was like, okay. And so when she told me the show was all about female empowerment, and then when the groups that actually spoke with the show and developed a relationship with the show, that's all they kept saying along the way. This is going to be about women joining and you finding your voice. And I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, it's going to be empowering to find your voice. <laughs> and then something, the cat's going to be out the bag later. It's going to be a mess. But so the whole time, uh, agreeing to it and filming it, I just kept side eye and thinking that uh, the cat's going to be out of the bag any, any minute now. And it just kept being an amazing production, amazing set to work on, an amazing premise. Um, just the the girls were amazing. Everyone was amazing to work with. <clears throat> and the reason I even signed on with the project, why I get my group back is because shortly before they reached out, I had literally just my salon. I I. I'd had my salon, brick and mortar business for the, almost 18 years. Mm-hmm. And so I was closing the doors to that. And subsequently, my son was also off unto his life and doing his thing. And I was empty nesting and closing my business. And it was just time for a reset. I like, how did I end up, you know, here? What do I do next? And so this show came at a time where I definitely you know needed a reset before I kind of start on this new journey as um as a um nester you know as a woman now I can focus on myself you know after being just kind of feel like um just complicated to my business to my son and then I took on a responsibility for my little brother we lost our father a couple years ago and that's had loss after loss it was just a lot of Grief and sadness. Um, my father, a couple, not even two years ago, um, one year, literally one year, the day of my birthday, I lost my grandmother, which is mom. Mm-hmm. And then a week after her funeral, caretaker, my dad's brother, he passed away. It was just a lot of loss in our family. And I was just dealing with, you know, change. And this came at a perfect time. And I'm thankful. For the girls, I'm thankful for the opportunity. I'm thankful for the cleansing it has had on spirit, the renewing of my spirit. And so it's been a great experience. Yes, yes. Um, so Brooke, obviously, I know you said that you were kind of used that uh, you've dated younger guys and you weren't that part wasn't really like a big deal to you. But Steph, so you have a son that's 22. Um, how did you feel personally about the fact that you would be dating younger guys? guys um like around your son's age were you like was it intriguing were you anxious about it how did you feel going into it um at first I was like you know because I've never dated that young Uh I think the youngest that I've dated is probably three years younger so you know it's still within my age range you know right Um, so I was a little I was a little nervous you know because I look at my son and I'm like I don't want to date someone his age because I can see, you know, what he likes and what he's into, you know? (laughs) Um, I was really pleasantly surprised when I met some of the guys because a lot of them, 
um, although they look really immature at some points, a lot of them really have their stuff together. You know, they, you know, um, they're educated, they have careers, they, you know, their own places and stuff. And then a lot of them didn't, you know, so Mm. it was interesting trying to sift through the hay to look for the needle in the stack, you know? Um, I mean, I was nervous. I was, I, you never know what to expect. And then, you know, I was, I was very hesitant because at first I was just like, well, I know that younger people can be very mean at times, you know, they can mm-hmm. be really mean to each other. So I was really nervous, especially because of what I was dealing with physically. <clears throat> um, I had just had my surgery, so I hadn't started the reconstructive part of my surgery yet. So there were things that, you know, I had to kind of try to cover up or, you know, make look not so crazy. So that was, that made me a little nervous because I was like, well, what are they going to say? What are they going to think? Are they going to talk about me behind my back? But, you know, like I said, these girls, they, you know, every time I had one of those moments, it was like Sparkle would just give me the backhand, like you stop it right now. She pulled it. (laughs) I'm going to give you the hand, you know, and Brooke was always just really reassuring and stuff. So I kind of, I kind of stopped looking Hmm. at ages at a certain point and was looking more at character and the way that they, you know, how they were acting with me and how they were acting with the other ladies. So. Yeah, no, that, that makes total sense. Um, okay. So I kind of want to get your guys's take on who you all were initially first attracted to when you, uh, got to meet all the guys. Um, so Brooke, I'll start with you. Do you, who yeah. came, comes to mind when you were like, who were you first just initially like, uh, attracted to? Well, I mean, they were all so good looking, um, really uh, overwhelming. We walked into our first mixer and there's 24 guys just coming at us. Mm -hmm. There was a couple mats. There was a couple Josh's. I was like, (laughs) I was so overload. Um, couldn't keep anyone straight, but as you've seen in the show, that crew was just on me, like from get, from the, from the get go from day one. Uh-huh. And uh, he just made himself very known. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, he's a great looking guy, great body, very charismatic. Um, everyone loved crew. Um, so he was definitely a standout. Um, you know, <laughs> someone that didn't get a lot of uh, airtime was Tate. Uh, Tate was such a gorgeous guy, super sweet. Um, and he talked a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. During our one-on-ones in the in the and during the mixers and stuff, he had a lot to talk about. We had great conversation, um, but they didn't show that much. But um, you know, I my that he was my top four guy. I had you know Gary. I mean, everyone loves mm-hmm. Gary. Super hot, gorgeous guy. Um, super attracted to him. And then we have Matt B. Those are <clears> kind of four top guys that I really gravitated to, um, really connected with. And, um, I think, yeah, but there were so many, you know, I think a good, the good thing about our connections, um, with the guys is, you know, we weren't kind of had our type in a sense, like the guys that I liked weren't necessarily guys that sparker sparkle and stuff were interested in. So we weren't fighting over anybody, Uh um, we kind of like let everyone kind of gravitate to their guys and, and allowed, you know, the relationships to form. So that was really great. Cause I was a little nervous about that. Like, what if one of us likes, you know, the same guy and what do we do then? And blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, those are my top guys that I really gravitated to- towards. And um, they're all very different, you know, 
Um, but all amazing men. Yeah. Right. Um, Sparkle, what about you? Who were you initially attracted to? Um, uh, I think I have my original, I have all my original guys. I dated all my original guys. Um, Akia was one that, um, was, uh, I think a little bit more assertive in the beginning. Mm-hmm. He kind of saw what he wanted and went right after it and, and was on it. Um, and the same thing with Steven. Steven was, um, memorable at first. I, I remember bringing Steven up to Stephanie before knowing he was <laughs> And Steve yes. was memorable because he actually came up to me first. Mm. He came up to me first and he asked, could we go down and talk? And so we walked down and then when it came, when we came to the steps, he left me. And I said, oh, not you left me because he was, you know, he was a gentleman and he had my hand. But when we made it to the top of the steps, he forgot me. So I made a joke about that. So I let Stephanie know. Um, she's like, who are you like? I said, I like Akil. And I said, I think I like little young Chris Brown. That's what oh. I called him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I called him young Chris Brown because although he was young, he was like one of the first people to come up to me. I'm like, okay. He was not intimidated by this age. So I thought that that was... Um, you know, pretty bold. And it was a little intriguing. So I remember telling Stephanie about Stephen. Yes, yes. <laughs> and and so, yes, a- yeah. Akio and Stephen and Lee oh, were Lee. my top picks. Um, Lee, not so much at first. Uh, I re- remember not really, not really understanding what Lee was putting down. And then right. <laughs> eventually I picked up on his sweet spirit and then his just eyes were just so beautiful. He was tall, dark and handsome. And then he was just so just sweet and loyal. He just made it known. I am sick with you. And so I just thought it was so cute. And I was just immediately drawn to Lee. Yes. No, Lee is definitely, he has this, he's very adorable and just funny. And I think, yeah, I think, um, I really enjoyed watching Lee, even though I know he's a lot different than I think probably what you would have gone for, but definitely yeah. he's very, uh, I really like Lee. So, um, I like Lee because, um, I, I'm, I like to laugh and I'm funny and Lee is funny, but there's another element to Lee that he doesn't know he's as funny as he is. And so that's what makes it even funnier. And I was yes. telling somebody, uh, Lee, it Lee gives me a sexier millennial version of Kramer. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's funny. He's funny, and he knows it. And then it's another element that he doesn't know how funny it is, and so that's just what had me so intrigued. Lee. Yes. And then Stephanie, what about you? Any guys that stood out? So when I first walked in, my the two that I was immediately drawn hmm. to. Boy and Gary, because they were both making me laugh at the first mixer and stuff. Then I went on my first date. I decided to choose Leroy after my first date with Leroy, because he I mean, he literally made me laugh. The I couldn't breathe. I was laughing the entire day. From that point, Gary was no longer on the radar mm. when and then it was really just Leroy. He was really the only one that I kind of like connected with. I felt that we just he made me laugh and that was what I needed. That was like it was like medicine to the soul for me, you know. And then later on, after we did the reveal, um, Quentin came up and he was one of the first people to embrace me. And he was, you know, um, he was just really uh, tentative to, you know, um, what I was dealing with at the 
that moment. I was so overwhelmed by the response from everybody. So then I started looking at Quentin and I was like, wow, but you know, ultimately I couldn't, I couldn't deny the chemistry that Leroy and I shared. So I would say it was, you know, from the beginning, I think it was pretty much Leroy for me. Oh, I like that. Um, now, Stephanie, so you did bring your son along on this journey, which is very unique and it was shocking. Um, so why did you decide to bring your son along and did you expect for him? Was Did you and him both go in expecting him to make a connection with the ladies or were you kind of expecting him just to be there for your support or what was what was the idea with that? Um, initially, when I had asked him, I was like, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like looking at me like, really? Like, you don't even like younger guys, man. I'm like, well, I got to try something, you know? So um, initially I wanted him to, co- I, I was very scared. I was very right. scared. I was, I was really nervous about everything and anxious and I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know who I was going to be meeting. I didn't, I mean, <clears throat> women, mm-hmm. you know, it's more common than not that you meet women and you don't really gel with them or there's always some type of something. So I didn't know what I was walking into. Um, and initially I just wanted him there just so that I can have a piece of home just so that I knew, okay, I'm not there by myself for this time. And I've, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm always with him. So for me to be gone in a different country, you know, for a whole month without him, it, I, I was feeling some type of way. So I wanted him to be my eyes and ears and mm-hmm. he did a terrible job at that, except for the situation with Luis, you know, that yes. was like, but other than that, like, I would try to pick his brain, like, what are they saying? And he's like, mom, no one's talking bad about you. I'm like, son, I didn't ask that. I want to know what they're saying. Good stuff too, you know. Right. <laughs> and he, you know, he didn't really give me. I, I needed. I needed the eyes and ears. He gave me a pupil and a little piece of his eardrum. It was like very <laughs> little, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I him there for support, and never in a million years did I think that he was actually going to hold his own and you know make his mark on the show himself and. Uh-huh carry himself the way that he, I started to look at my son in a different light on the show because at home he's my baby. I do everything for him, you know? So it's like uh-huh. on the show now I'm like, Holy crap. Like you're actually an adult, you know? Yes. So like, like you're really, and then I started to see, you know, when, before I told the girls that Steven was my son, like they would come back and they're like, yeah, there's a guy over there that looks like Chris Brown. I'm like, you know, and then every yes. time you know, they would say something, I'm like, Oh God, kid, like, you know, don't embarrass me, you know? But then next thing I know, it was like, Steven was really, he he really surprised me and I was really, really proud. So he went there to support me. But then I feel like the same way how this experience turned out to be something bigger for me, I think it did the same for him, mm-hmm. you know, it turned out to be much more. And I feel like it helped him with his confidence and speaking to people and, you know, being able to have conversations and hold conversations with women that are twice his age. So I was really impressed by that. Yes, he was very impressive, um, especially for being the youngest. He was the youngest, right? Yeah. The- yeah. Um, now, Sparkle and Brooke, did you guys have any idea before she told you that he was her son? Had no, no idea. No inkling. I didn't yeah. even know that there were sons on the island. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I knew we were in sunny. I knew we were in sunny Dominican Republic, but I didn't know it was that damn sunny. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. I was, I had not, like, I had no idea that that would be a plot twist. I mean, like who would have thought that that would be something that, you know, they would have on the show. And, you know, my je- that scene when Steph tells me mm-hmm. I, that was a genuine re- like reaction. I was just like, I was ready for her to be like, ah, I'm just kidding. You know, 
Um, but I did not know. I was just so shocked. I was just, it was, it blew my mind. <laughs> and Sparkle, how did you feel um, when she told you, cause you did have interest in him. Um, were you like, were you anxious? I know on the show, you even said like, you were worried you might've said something that could have offended her and you had to like think back, but what were you feeling? I was like, like did you? I say that his butt was cute or am I going to jail? I just want to make sure I wasn't going to jail. I just wanted to make sure that it was okay. And it was just weird at first because honestly, and I, and not only do I say it and not only do us ladies in the house say it because of course, Steph advice is her son, but all the guys, his peers, and everyone, even everyone online is just commenting on how much how mature Stephen is. is. And I mean, if I gotta be honest, Stephen is more mature than me and Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> more mature than us. Let's just be real. I swear. Just keep it real. Stephen's more mature than both of us put together. So just to see how he handles himself <laughs> just in general with his conflict with the guys, which there was no real conflict, but and you know, just this situation, you know, dating an older woman on the show. I mean, he's just proven himself to be not only just mature, but such a gentleman. And she just, she did a great job. Just a testament to how great of a job she did. So I don't mm-hmm. care what anybody's. I'll defend, I'll defend my pick a million times. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was a great pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie, were you, was it weird at all? I don't, I mean, obviously you're very close to Steven, but was it weird at all watching him date? Um, in front of you and now watching it obviously on the show as well was it weird at all or is that kind of just your relationship with him it's my you know my I had my son when I was 19 Mm. so at the same time that I learned I was learning how to be a woman Mm -hmm. at the same time I had to learn to be you know I was learning how to be a mom like I was in that position you know so we grew Mm. up together so he's my best friend he's like my little brother I mean I try to say he's my little brother depending on who's asking but he's a hater goes along with it and he's my son all in one I found it very amusing because I was just looking at him like okay son so like watching back and seeing some of the stuff that he was saying to sparkle you know like I was dying laughing because I was like you know he's putting on this cool front and the front but I know he's dying inside you know so Uh it was interesting to watch him in action um but I didn't you know He's an adult. And I think that a lot of people, you know, that I've seen some comments that people are like, this is so weird. And that's her son. It's just like, you have to understand, like, kids are going to, well, he's not even a kid anymore. But, you know, these young, these younger kids or adults or whatever, they're going to do what they want to do anyway. You know, mm-hmm. so I was, I wanted to watch him to see what he does and, and let him make his own decisions. He's a grown man. You know, mm-hmm. so I was amused. I found it really funny. I, I thought it was cute. I was really proud of him because he was... <sighs> You know, he was a gentleman and that was really something that was really important to me. You know, like I was just like, all right, son, like, you know, I raised you better. So he, you know, he, he showed that. And I was, I was really, I was happy. I was really happy for him. Yes. (laughs) Um, Sparkle, obviously you're still close with Stephanie. Did you have to change how you talked about Stephen in front of her? Or were you still very open with her about your feelings towards him? Ironically, I was still very open with her about um, my experience mm. with Steven, my feelings for Steven, and even my experiences and my feelings for the other guys. I was very mm-hmm. open. She was very accepting. Um, mm-hmm. She understood that all of the situations were new situations and the things that were developing between, um, mm. you know, Akio and Steven and I, um, it was budding. 
And so I was able to, you know, she let me and Brooke let me, you know, they were my ears. They let me vent and they kind of let me weigh my options. And so they both were very supportive. And the fact that it was Stephanie's son, I thought it was going to be weird, as I mentioned uh, on that episode, but it wasn't. You know, she kind of helped me with options and helped me make sense of things. And Brooke didn't make me feel weird about it either. It was just they were very supportive and accepting. I appreciate that. Good. Yes. Um, And one noteworthy moment from the season that was um, a little bit shocking and upsetting. But um, what Louise said about you guys, um, obviously, you know, I think you guys talked about even that the show obviously was very positive and women empowerment, but there was that little mm-hmm. element of some drama and stuff. Uh, so, you know, when he said that about you guys and you guys had to watch it back when you heard it um, secondhand, but then you had to watch it back. What was your reaction? Um, Stefan, I'll start with you. What were you thinking when he you actually saw what he was saying? Um, I was just disappointed because, you know, in one hand, you can't, you know, you're you're walking around acting like, you know, this, oh, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, you know, grace and all this stuff. But then in the other hand, you're being deceitful because if you weren't interested in either of uh, either of us, like none of us, you weren't interested in other of us, what was the point of you being there and why mm-hmm. act like you are, you know, so it was like. I just I didn't like that because if you're gonna if you're talking about being truthful, be truthful. And I just didn't like the fact that he was kind of talking about us behind our backs. So it, it just annoyed me. Like I was just like, okay, you know, um, I you don't have to like us. It wasn't like we were there, like, oh, you have to like us. And you know, we didn't like a lot of them. You know, we liked who we liked, and you're totally entitled to that opinion. But be honest, you know, and then it was just like, you know, for him to say that he didn't like that, you know, how we acted and you know, I was being <laughs> Uh, uh, Sparkle was being childish. He didn't like Brooke or whatever. I mean, were we supposed to go there and knit sweaters? Like, what, right. <laughs> what were we supposed to do? You know. So I, I was just like, it, it, it's almost like, like it's like have it's like a like a having a weed in the garden. You got to pick the weed out so that it doesn't destroy the rest of the flowers. You know. So that's kind of how I felt about it. I was just like, okay, well, you don't like us. We really weren't checking for you. So bye. You know, it was really simple for me. Yes. Um, yeah. Brooke, any any opinions for you? Well, I think the reason why Luis all of a sudden didn't like any of us is because we didn't like him and we weren't picking mm. him. We weren't talking to him. He was kind of one of our last picks. Right. We weren't giving him the attention that he thought he deserved in the mixers, during the mixers. Mm-hmm. Um, we were not really really interested, you know, and pulling him aside and spending time with him and actually talking. Mm -hmm. I kind of, the, my first interaction with him, I was just like, Oh, this this guy, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just kind of trying to real suave and like talk the talk and I could already see right through him. So Mm -hmm. we, the reason why he had to kind of like be this big shot guy because he knew he wasn't going to be top dog and he wasn't going to be one of the top guys. So he, of course, had to, you know, his pride came in, his ego, and he mm-hmm. had to, like, make make his story known and make his little, you know, make that known that he was not interested in us. So, <clears throat> you know, it it is what it is. We saw right through him from the beginning. Yes. Sparkle, do you have any thoughts on this? 
my issue, my, my encounter with Louise was, um, it's so funny because when I made the one foot in the grave comment, yes. <laughs> he, had, he told me at the time, um, so he didn't say, you know, how old his ex was when they were together. I think he was 21 and his mm-hmm. ex was 59. Um, by the time he told it to me, he let me know the current age of his ex. And I think that was closer to 70, maybe like mm-hmm. 68, 69, something like that. Mm-hmm. So when I'm thinking, whoa, his type is closer to 70. No wonder we ain't his damn type. Right. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, I get it. And he even said he wants someone who acts more old. Now, I know all of us, Brooke, Stephanie, and I, we are like very vibrant 40-year-old women. And mm-hmm. Brooke, probably, Brooke probably didn't get called immature because, you know, she's there. She's there to find love. And Brooke is a sweet one. Steph and I are always turned up. We're always getting into trouble. So I get it. Um, and and, and to, to Louise, when he says that, you know, we are immature and we don't know how to act our age. Hell, I don't know how to act. I ain't never been this age before. I don't, right. know, how to act. I don't, know, how, I don't know how this age is supposed to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just being me. And I am happy to be on this platform where people are happy about us being ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, age is a number. It's not an um, act. It's not a scene, you know. And so um, we're uh, I'm happy. I'm excited that mm-hmm. we have been accepted for our, you know, who we are and our personalities have been embraced. So yeah. I, I can appreciate that. But yeah. yeah. Love is we're just getting all, all the love out there. It's yeah. been so great. The feedback. Yes. And then another thing that happened during the show that I kind of. Um, want you guys to be able to address and talk about. Um, so um, Brooke with Hunter, he had that cougar shirt on, right? And that I think when people, when the show first probably was announced, even when I heard about the show, I think yeah. people were expecting maybe a different type of show. I think people expected like, uh, how do I say it? They were probably expecting like a like cougar type show, like really older women, like kind of like pouncing on younger guys so I kind of get you know obviously I think is that kind of why you really didn't like the cougar label that he was like trying to make a joke out of it and stuff is that kind of what made you made you feel the wrong way about what he said yeah yeah you know actually I thought Hunter in our first interactions he was hilarious Mm -hmm. we had a couple we had a couple little one-on-ones during our mixers and you know I was like oh this guy's funny you know (laughs) We'll keep them. We'll keep them a week. Uh, we'll keep yes. them here for a little longer. Um, but then during that mixer, <clears throat> you know, whatever the cougar, he's trying to be funny. We all get it. Um, but what what I felt was really kind of insulting and like inappropriate was the questions that he asked me. Like, what's mm. the curious thing you've ever done? Mm-hmm. And who who speaks like that to women on their first date or their first right. interaction? Right. It wasn't even a date, but our first interaction. So, you know, I had to set him straight. I said, you know, this is very inappropriate discussion. Like you're not even, you know, like what's there's more about me and like, like show me what you're about. Mm-hmm. So the fact that that was his first question, it just, you know, spoke volumes of his character and wh- why he was on the show. Um, so I had to put him, I had to set him straight. It, you know, he said he had mommy issues and I said, yeah, it looks like it. Mm-hmm. And it looks like you weren't disciplined as a child because you're not a gentleman and you're actually very rude 
So yeah, so I had to put him in his place a little bit, of course. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. That's good that you put him in his place. Um, yeah. He didn't like it at the moment, but I'm sure looking back, he probably realizes, you know, wasn't the best thing. But um, so kind of a happier topic. What was each of your favorite dates on the show that you went on? Um, even if we didn't get to see everything, because I know there was stuff that we didn't get to see. Was there any date that will go down in your mind like that was the best date on the show or best experience, whatever you want to call it? Uh, Sparkle, what about you? My favorite date was my date with three wise men. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was my favorite date because um, you know, those were my top three picks. I mm-hmm. literally adore those guys. You know, seriously. So it was good just to be able to go out with them all and, you know, encounter them in one space. Um, Lee, I adore Lee. So I was glad to be able to go on a date with Lee. That was my first date with Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, um, my well, I guess you want to want to know about my favorite. That was my favorite date because yeah. I had all of them with me um, and we were still able to connect and kind of. I, you know, I got to bring Lee along. That was the first date with Lee and everybody, all the guys that kind of got along wasn't caddy. Um, mm-hmm. And I really got to connect and spend some um, quality, some genuine time with them. Yes. Yeah, Steph, uh, what about you? I would say my favorite date. Um, I mean, I have two. The first one was when me and Leroy, we went um, go-kart, whatever that was. Uh-huh. Jump. That was really funny for me. There was a there was a part that never got aired where we got lost and it was hilarious. <laughs> and then I would say the double date with me, Sparkle, Leroy, and Steven when we went uh jet skiing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was fun. Yes. Uh, is that even considered a date? Because I I looked at that as just fun. I considered the date with the guys. I, my double dates with Steph just seemed like a big party. <laughs> I didn't even know if I was those constituted his dates. Yeah. It was, a it was yeah. awesome. Yes. Yeah. You guys were in such a beautiful place. That's a once in a lifetime experience to be able to date. Uh, yeah. So there. So that's awesome. Uh, Brooke, what about you? Anything come um, to mind? So, you know, I kind of had the more romantic dates. Um, I yeah. didn't have all the excursions. And so, you know, the rom- so of course my first date with crew was great, very romantic, so beautiful, the fireworks. And we were in this mm-hmm. beautiful fortress on the edge of the ocean and mm-hmm. it was pretty spectacular, but I do like to do like, I love to be at the beach and I love to do excursions. So like my date with Gary and the photo shoot date and those beautiful photos we got. And I just really love that date. Um, the fact, it, you know, even though we were being all sexy on the beach and taking photos and this wave just comes in and knocks us down and, you know, tumbles us through the sand. Um, that was actually so fun. <laughs> Even mm-hmm. though we got drenched, um, he was such a good sport. We laughed about it. Um, and it was really nice to get to know Gary um, on that date. Cause that was the first time I really had a moment to really speak to him and spend time with him. And it was so much fun. Yes. Okay. Kind of moving towards the end of your experience. So Broken Sparkle, you guys decided to, at least at that time, you decided to check out with your guys. Um, but Steph, you decided to choose yourself and go in a different direction. So why did you decide to go that route? 
Um, I just feel like at that point, you know, it was only five months after my surgery and mm. I was literally just working, starting to work through a lot of issues, a lot of things that I had kind of suppressed and put away for so long, you know, um, I just felt like I wouldn't have been any good for anybody at that point. You know, I went there to have fun. I wasn't necessarily looking for marriage or looking for love because I knew that mentally, you know, I, I really wasn't in that space yet. Um, even though I ended up, you know, really caring for someone, um, I just felt like I had so much more work to do on myself. Mm -hmm. And what I didn't want to do is I didn't want to bring any old baggage into a new situation and, you know, cause any issues with anyone else or, you know, treat someone else in a way or punish them for something that someone in my past has done. So I just, it, ultimately, I, the reason why I left was because I knew I still, you know, I, I'm, I'm just starting to work through some things and I'm just getting myself back off. And I knew that I still had a long road ahead of me. And that's the reason why I decided to do that like that. Yes. Okay. You know, that makes total sense. Um, and I applaud you for choosing yourself. And I know that was a huge part of the experience too. So um now, okay, I want, I'm curious, um, since the, you did end, you said like May-ish, so now there's probably a lot that's happened since then, and I, I want to know, I'm sure everyone does, what's an update with you guys? Are you guys still with the guys that you talked to, or what has your experience like been since the show? So Brooke, what about you? Um, so yeah, Crew and I uh, are no longer together. We, of course, left the island together. Um we kind of opened our minds and hearts to the possibility of maybe seeing uh, if it would work afterwards. But it was just clear that we were living two different lives and and very much um, just not on the same page. We were not aligned um, for the things that I want in my life. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, even though he said he was on the show and um, during the whole, sh- you know, because th- that was my truth and I was really trying to figure out if these guys were going to be aligned with me. Um, it just, it was clear that he wasn't. Okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Sparkle, what about you? Well, um, so when we left, um, Stephen and I, we had a lot of fun there on the island. You know, I think we had so much fun that we wished that we could take this as a reality on the road. But the reality is that <laughs> he's in Miami. Um, mm-hmm. There was Seth. I am in Atlanta here with, you know, my life. And the sweet and interesting thing was I got sick on the way back to oh. go home to the States, like really sick. Um, oh no. Brooke and Steph had to take care of me. Like I literally was in a wheelchair at the, oh. at the airport trying to figure out how to get home and so luckily I had the two girls there to take care of me but once we made it around to you know to our gate I was there in the wheelchair like literally wheeled over there with the old folks you know how they put you in the line with the old folks yes. <laughs> so I'm there passed out and Stephen came and checked on me um made sure I was okay and then once we got back to the states he hit me up in my DMs and made sure that I was still okay. And, you know, we haven't reconnected, but I think we had a great time. I think it sounded good. You know what I mean? We were there on the island. We were feeling ambitious. We were feeling like, you know, adventurous. But then reality kind of hit and we never really, you know, made the effort to, you know, try to connect in that way. But he's a great guy. 
you know, I think he is awesome. And, um, you know, I think it really wasn't in the cards for us here, but it was in the cards at the groove for sure. Yes. Okay. Now with any of you, um, have you guys connected with any of the guys from the show since um, being back? Have you guys, are you guys, uh, any of the guys, are you talking to them? Are you romantically interested in any of them? Because now the show's over, even though you may not have connected with them on the island, you know, now you know them. So you never know what could happen in real life. <laughs> I'm friends with everybody. Me yeah. too. We, we actually are friends with all the guys. Um, you know, we're always sending messages to everyone. Just We're just like this big group of friends. Family. You know? family you know mm-hmm. we experienced this amazing journey together and you know s- since the show has released you know we're all just ecstatic for each other you know I'm, I'm texting Gary oh my god Gary did you see our our episode you know so Gary and I talk all the time um so yeah we're just everyone's just so cool um you know Gary might be moving to LA I think he's he has some plans so of course, we'll meet up and have dinner or whatever. But um, yeah, I think I'm, you know, kind of moving on to a little, an older man these okay. days. <laughs> yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Sparkle or Steph, do you have any any uh, new updates with your love life in general? No, I'm back. I got, I'm I'm here comfortable with the cobwebs again. I'm just kind of Oh, chill. no. <laughs> I'm the cobwebs. Yeah, I'm just I'm, right now I'm really busy. You know, I'm just focused on, you know, work and um, everything that's going on with the show. And I have other projects in the works and stuff. So I'm just really focused on that right now. You well, know, okay. and if, if something is meant to happen, it will present itself and I'll continue to manifest the things that I want in, in my life. And, you know, when the time is ready, then it'll be ready. But in the meantime, I'm just going to just say something. That's right. Sparkle, what about you, girl? Well, I, since the show, um, I have definitely fallen for the girl on that screen, honey. Sparkle, I'm <laughs> loving her. She went to the island and she went and found herself. And she went and found herself two group sisters. And she come back feeling sexy because she can pull 20-year-olds. So I love that hey, bitch. I hey, love that bitch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I do, too. I do, yeah. too. I love you, Sparkle. Thank you. I love y'all, too. <laughs> Now, I think uh-huh. I think that was kind of a, a mutual yes for us. We fell in love with ourselves, yes, sure. and we felt we came home just feeling so empowered mm. and like on the top of you know just the, at the top of the world. Bubble. Mm-hmm. So no more settling in our lives. We're open to that perfect love, that's safe and. Um, that safe and beautiful love that we're all desire, you know, we all desire. And healthy. Yes. Healthy. Yes. Uh, yes. And empowers that us. That empowers us. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So we're, I'm open for that. You know, I'm only allowing that in my life and nothing else. Yeah. And I think I'm open now to dating people who could be possibly 22 or 92. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, girl. <laughs> well, I think I'll probably go five to seven years at the max, the lowest. I think that I'll, I'll definitely stay. I, I think I'm going to shoot older when I'm ready for sure. 
Right. My, my age bracket has shrunk for sure. I'm not going that extreme young ever oh. again. So I need a confident, <laughs> successful man that knows who he is and knows what he wants. And I can just be his partner and live life with him. No, but that makes sense. That's good that you guys uh, kind of figure things out a lot, you know, from the experience. So that's good. Yes. Um, now people are love, like you said, people are loving your sisterhood. Would you ever do something, the three of you together again? I know someone on social media was like, uh, I think they said they wanted like a sex in the city type thing with you three. <laughs> so yes. you know, people yeah. want that. Everyone wants it. We want it too. Yeah. We enjoy working together so much. We want it too. But people, I think people can really just see connection and we, we have this connection on and off the screen. You should see us in the yeah. DMs. We are cutting oh, yeah. out all the we time. We talk every day. <laughs> every day. But yeah, I would do it in a heartbeat. Mm. I would do it in a heartbeat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The world needs to see more of us. <laughs> yes, I love that. And um, Steph, I know you were saying, um, I know, I think a lot, all of you are kind of saying you weren't really interested in being on reality TV, but I love to say, all, I think all three of you did really amazing because that's not easy being on a reality show, especially a dating show like that mm-hmm. and being thrust yeah. into that. It's not easy to do. So, um, yeah. and it's not, it's not easy to deal with the ups and downs of it and unknowns and stuff. And you all did really amazing. And you kept, um, you all made the show interesting. I think even your creator or executive producer, I think even said that on Twitter, um, that yeah. all three of you really did. So that, that's, a, that I want to, um, commend you all on that because it's not easy. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so Thank you. much. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I really yep. think that the ladies, being who they were, like, because I've been around a million people, but the, the the dynamic I had with these ladies just allowed me to be relaxed, and I was able to be myself. I was telling mm-hmm. Stephanie that if it was not for them, I don't know how authentic I would have came off. I don't know how comfortable I would have been. Um, these group of ladies and the team, the staff, production, everybody, I was able, I was so comfortable to be myself. And I think that's, uh, me too. That's, that was the magic. Exactly. Yes. It was, we were yes. able to embrace who we were individually. And then we came together and we were just this boom, this powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and then lastly, do any of you guys, whether it's on television or anything, any exciting projects or things coming in your life that you kind of want to share and let uh, fans of the show know about? Um, Steph, what about you? Um, I've been doing a lot of stuff with one of the new stations here in Miami. I do have a few things um, in the works, but I don't, I don't, until it's like solidified, I don't want to, you know, put it out there too, too prematurely yet. Right, right. Sure. There's, there's a few things in the works. So we'll see what happens. Yes. Brooke, what about you? (laughs) Um, Well, I'm a personal trainer here in Los Angeles. So, um, you know, I'm just really focused on building my business and I want to take, I want to create an online platform and an online um, app for for clients so that people can train with me all over the world and all over the country. So that's in the works. I'm really, really focused on just building my business. And um, yeah, you know, and I'm also open to a lot, a lot of other things, you know, I want to do more in, in front of the camera stuff, of course, um, cause I just fell in love with it. So all the opportunities I'm open for, and I'm just manifesting all good things. <laughs> yes. 
Um, Sparkle, what about you? Well, um, I'm going to be, um, I'm, um, I'm a beauty entrepreneur that has retired my salon, but I'm still um, working heavily in the industry and I'm consulting more so now. And so since this experience, I'm going to be doing more um, teaching a lot of different aspects of the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be taking those classes and things like that on the road and um, mixing a little bit with my story. That's and amazing. so I'll be um, on tour doing a few different um, classes and things that I that I used to teach anyway, but I'm going to just kind of mix it up with a little bit of um, touring and a little bit of with my story. So I'm excited about that. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Well, congratulations to all three of you on the show and everything else. So um loving it. And I'm, I'm hoping um, even, you know, the nice thing about it is people can watch it anytime. And it's not like, it's not like on a network where you have to watch it at a certain time. People can watch it whenever. So I hope everyone gets to enjoy yeah. the show. <laughs> Yeah, watch over the holidays with your family. It's it's a great right. show to binge. And we hope that, like, you know, it just keeps growing and everyone loves it. It's got the perfect element of for family. You know, it's not too sexy that you can't watch it with your family. It's got comedy. You know, it's got romance. Everybody did such a good job of, you know, you crying and really relating to the people. But then five minutes later, you double over and black yourself. I, I think yeah. everybody should tune in, tune in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard a lot of um, feedback from like husbands and boyfriends watching with their significant other and they just look at each other and either tear up or they're just laughing their, you know, butts off. Yeah. So it's not just for women. It's like, it's for everyone. Like guys love it. So it's just great. Yeah. yeah. And young guys are watching because young guys are hitting me up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I got sure. attracted. I've attracted the young tenderonies now. And I then know. I even had yeah. like young, attractive, like beautiful young women. Like I call them little baddies. Little baddies <laughs> that hit me up saying, Oh, you're just so inspiring. I love all the ladies. My yeah. favorite is Brooke, or my favorite is Stephanie, yeah. or I really identify with Stephanie's story, or oh, that, you know, just whatever. And um, they just, even the young girls are loving yeah. it. Um, older women are appreciating that we are representing for the 40 club. Older mm-hmm. guys are saying, Hey, you know, the problem is you need to swing my way. Younger <laughs> guys are saying, Hey, if you want a real guy, you know, this I'm is where it's at over here. So everybody's watching younger, older men sure. and women. Everybody it's wants to pay. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Steph, Sparkle, and Brooke from Hulu's newest reality dating series, Back in the Groove. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more reality talk, please follow our social media. It's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram, or you can tweet with me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at JacksonSeth35. And definitely check out these ladies on Back in the Groove. All eight episodes are currently streaming on Hulu, so definitely check that out. And I will have their social media in the episode descriptions. But thank you guys so, so much for all of the love and support. If you liked this podcast, please leave a review. Uh, It would mean the world to me and it helps the podcast out so much. I love you all and I'll see you guys next week.